The Tone Football Show. Football show. That was Water Baby by Tom Mish and Lord Connor. A very summery song, don't you think? Love them both. Nice vibe. I enjoyed that. I've got to bring those sort of vibes to the to the show. I think I have to. But yeah, let's jump into a bit of Carabao Cup final action. Who would have thought? Mm. Chelsea versus Man City, of course. And I mean, the last time they played, God, it didn't go well <laughs> for Chelsea, did it? No, it did not. No, it did not indeed. It was they were completely powerless to resist. Quote football magic cliches. Um, <laughs> But yeah, it was it was poor. They just didn't create anything, and City just dominated a more game, and it could have been more than six. Of course, it was yeah six nil last time. If it, if nobody saw the result, but um, Man City were excellent, weren't they, Coxie? And if they put in a similar result, would you see a, maybe a similar result happening? I mean, you can't argue with how they performed. However, you have to look at Chelsea. Yes, it was away from home. It was at the Etihad, but you cannot perform like that. In any game in a Premier League, in any game at all, let alone in a big game like that, because that was a big game for them. If they'd have taken a point from the Etihad, they would have been pretty happy. Hot take here, but um, do you think that because they lost so heavily and were so exposed in such a way, it's almost beneficial because they can now learn from that and know how to go into this game? Or am I just crazy? Um, well, they've already had a reverse fixture this season, which... They won. They were yeah. incredible. So I forget that. They, they, yeah. they should know how to beat Man City and not lose 6-0 to them, regardless of whether it's at the Etihad or not. But they have been in poor form, and it's been completely torn apart and exposed like that. In a way, you know, they've seen all their flaws now. I just can't see... I mean, I still don't know how they did it in the first fixture and they beat City. I just cannot see how... I think that was that was the time where Jorginho wasn't found out Hazard was on ridiculously good form. Hazard was in really good form. Whereas now, Jorginho's getting found out pretty much every time. It's pretty simple to stop him if you've got the right players. Fernandinho will have a field day with him, just like (laughs) he did against, uh, just like he did at the Etihad. I think it, I don't think it'll be 6-0. And I don't think they'll wipe the floor with Chelsea like they did. But I really think it'll be just as comfortable, 2 or 3-0. Yeah, I mean... Wasn't that the game where Kante scored the uh, Stamford Bridge? Absolutely scream, wasn't it? Yeah. So I think it was like a side foot finish. He loves a game against a Manchester he club. Does, he, he does, doesn't he? got a brilliant assist yesterday in the Europa League. Did against, he? Yeah. Against Malmo. He ran That's... the length of the pitch pretty much. Yeah, okay. His best attribute is his ball winning. He's a better defensive midfielder. But people having a go at him, being able, not being able to adapt. His deep regression numbers, carrying the ball from deep to in yeah. final third, are ridiculously good compared to what people seem to think they are. For example, I think he has sort of four a match. Compare that with Kovacic, who that is his... That's his job, basically. That's his job. That's only half. Kovacic is eight. Yeah. Comparing, like, considering N'Golo Kante is a ball-winning defensive midfielder, I don't think that's bad. Obviously, he'd be better as a defensive midfielder. But when you're doing that, that assist from last night was... Brilliant. I, I do think, though, and although that will strike confidence into his players without doubt, I believe that these are only little moments he's having. So he has the scream against City and he has the run against Malmo, but it's like overall his performances have not been as strong as they have been in the last three seasons. And as a result, I think he needs to be moved back into that defensive midfielder role but and Jorginho get moved forward. The thing is, he can, and he did for Leicester. For Leicester, he wasn't just guarding the back four the whole time. That's why I don't. The perception of him as that player. He was playing box-to-box it, when he when it, Leicester won the title. It annoys me a bit. Drinkwater was deeper than It's because they played a very counter-attacking style of football. That's why. Yeah. 
Chelsea and then, don't, don't, and then Chelsea when, don't play the same style. In the Chelsea um, league winning season, there was questions as to whether Kante would have the range of passing to play a, a deep line role, and he did it. Yeah, you he would, can play both. You wouldn't put him. You wouldn't prioritize him as your more attacking midfielder. You'd rather have him in the deep position. Yeah, this is it. Sorry. But go on, carry on, go carry, on. on carry on, carry on, carry oh, on. Thank you. <laughs> but if you're gonna, if Sarri's gonna play that system, he could perform as he is now. And if they get, if they find a system of shielding Jorginho, protecting Jorginho, if they can get that system working, Kante will fit in it just fine. And if, if nobody had found Jorginho out, nobody would be complaining about Kante. Yeah. Nobody was at the start of the season. They were saying he's moved out of position, but they weren't saying he was doing poorly. Yeah, yeah, but this is why I think that they need to swap because then you stick Jorginho in a new role, maybe he doesn't get found out as such. Yeah, but that is Jorginho's role. I know, but you you put Kante back in that defensive midfield, it might benefit him. Like, you're losing 6-0 to City, you're losing 4-0 to Bournemouth. What's the shame in experimenting? Maybe not for this game. Carapel Cup final. We are the thing is we are opening up a, a huge can of, can of worms, and probably um, sorry's greatest flaw is his inability to adapt and change exactly. his starting eleven. That's mm. a whole new can of worms. I do want to quickly talk on City because I feel like um, yeah. we'll get nicknamed the Chelsea Football Show if we're not careful. We have been a couple of times. We, we have, <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh, what a win for them in midweek, mm. considering the circumstance as well. Get Schalke, wow, and Raheem Sterling. We were watching that, and it was just like it was two one. Two one at half time when Benton yeah, scored his second was. penalty. And you could you could have said they were gonna get back into it city, but they really didn't look bothered. They actually didn't look bothered. But the last half an hour was it was something I've not quite seen before in a Champions League game, or at least in a long time. Sane's free kick was <laughs> I mean, I've gotten really no words for it. And then I'm really happy for Raheem Sterling that he was the one to Pop up and score that winner. Do you know what I find mental though is that they were down to ten men at that point, weren't they? Mm. Otamendi went off and in they like still claw it back. Minutes? Yeah, it was... it's crazy, isn't it? See, it was um, Sane and Sterling getting the goals that you know got them a win away at Schalke, and it's huge. And you think maybe if they drew there, I know you've still got your away goals, but they couldn't have afforded to to lose. So, what a, what a win though! Like it's, it's baffled me how they've got past it, and this it shows the strength and character in this team. Not only in maybe their tactical discipline and, and the way Pep's uh, coached them, but that's a game, uh, I know something about, well, and even for a Guardiola team, a lot of time, a lot of your tactics go out the window. Mm. You're there just playing the game, aren't you, and getting through it. And if you're especially down to 10 men, it's very hard to stay in that mind frame. And I think City showed how they can, it's just a, like we've said, like winning mentality, isn't it? Yeah, and this is why they're going to win the game on Sunday, because they <sighs> have shown that they can control a game in any circumstance, whether they're behind whether they're level, they just can control the situation. They go 2-1 down away at Schalke. With where, 10 men. Where, with 10, that's what I mean, with 10 men, their European form's not great. I said before the game that Schalke would beat them. Mm. And I was like, oh, get in. Smash another prediction, haven't <laughs> I? Nope. No, I haven't. Um, completely turned it around. That's, mm-hmm. yes, as you say, winning mentality. That's why they're going to win Sunday. Can opinion. we just point out that when you said, oh, they're going to win Sunday, and Kotsi goes, whoa. Well, it's very like it's, like it's a surprise. Really controversial opinion. Like that. it's a surprise. Like they haven't just beat them 6 0 no, 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 about no, two I, weeks I, before. I, I, put a poll, I put a poll on Twitter yesterday. Who do you think is going to win, City or Chelsea? City got 94% of the vote. One person voted for Chelsea. To be honest, about 20. That was probably Sorizio Mari that voted as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Mari Ball. Mari Ball, indeed. Mary Ball. If people don't get the reference, well, I don't blame you. Mock assessments. <laughs> Mock assessments. Assessment. It just has to be done. But um, player to keep an eye on for this game. Who are you feeling? Because obviously Aguero was so clinical the last time they played, and he always is. It's hard not to say him, but 
Anyone else got a, a one they want to throw in? I think... Sorry, Alex. That's fine. I think De Bruyne coming back has been really good for City, obviously. But I actually think the person has benefited most. And it's not even because he's starting. Bernardo Silva has been absolutely yeah. world-class. Mm. And yeah. it's funny that that's happened since De Bruyne's come back. They rarely play together. It's mainly when David Silva gets rested or it's probably off in Spain, bless him. <laughs> like, he's just been running the show at the Etihad at the moment. Yeah, Bernardo Silva, I think he's been their best player this season, mm. genuinely. He I played the has... most minutes of their whole squad last season. I think... um. Because, though, it's not just about the creating the chances with him. His defensive work rate goes missed so often. Mm. He's brilliant. He's literally so good at that. Is there anyone else actually maybe want to um, point out? Higuain. Ooh. Because, um, although I think Chelsea are going to get battered on Sunday, I want to see if he can prove me wrong and prove himself on the big stage because we haven't seen a lot of him in English football, of course. What we've seen so far hasn't been that bad. I mean, even when no, they were getting battered, he had those two shots that were, were pretty good. He had those two it's shots. It's, 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 there was one. It was, like a, short, it was a volley like, and it whistled just over the bar. I thought, oh, that would have been nice. The point is, and I know it's at home to Huddersfield, but he had a very good performance against Huddersfield. So he's shown he's got his quality. Yeah. And he, and he, 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 can, he can still provide that in, in English football. It's a very scrappy side in Huddersfield. Obviously, completely different, to quote you, can of worms against Manchester City. But at Wembley, cup final, time for him to prove himself. I'll be keeping an eye on Higuain. Shall I throw mine in there? Sure. I think it's, it's Raheem Sterling for me. Yeah. It has to be. Uh, uh, that performance in the weekend really exci- um, weekend in the week really excited me. Mm. The amount of pace he's got and just the trickery is... He was good in the 6-0 win as well. Exactly. Obviously, Aguero stole the headlines. Got but... two, and he was, he was, yeah, creating loads. So I think I could fancy him to do similar, especially against those Chelsea fullbacks. So mm. that's who I'd keep my eye on. Um, I know we mentioned the 6-0 a lot, but you know, like I said, could they have learned some lessons, maybe changed anything tactically? Do you see anything... That I know we we all think we're football managers, don't we? I am. We but are. I've got, got Chester. Chester's in the football league. <laughs> Alex so. is good enough in my in my book. With your vast knowledge of football manager, non-league football manager. Yes, <laughs> still the same. In the north. Um, no, but it, genuinely, do you think there's anything this Chelsea team can do to change tactically? Was there anything maybe Man City might tweak um, to get around them? Um, I think Chelsea can change things, but they won't because Sarri is very. Resistant in his own I agree. style of football, and it's Sarri ball. That's what he does. He, he employs his own tactics. He brings in ex players that he's worked with before Higuain, Jorginho. He knows what he wants to do. That's why the club brought him in. But it's not working. But he, as I say, he's resistant in that sense. You lose 4 0 to Bournemouth and he keeps his tactics the same. It's like, <laughs> mind you, I'd say, uh, and this is a big criticism, people criticizing Sarri ball overall. They haven't even got anywhere close to what he does, to how it plays. Having watched Napoli, no. they're nowhere near. No. They were quite, they were. Fairly spot on straight away, but I think it's a lot of it. it was, sorry, he's very intense in training and, and his methods, and they probably they probably felt a bit run down from it. And now it's you know what Chelsea yeah. players are like; they'll turn on the manager as soon as they can. So I think that's there's yeah that's, that's the mentality of Chelsea. That's the Bramovich mentality. It's what he drills into him. But yeah, um, I think that's down to two factors. One, perhaps it doesn't work in English football. Two, perhaps it doesn't work with these players. And this is why, in my opinion, you have to give Sarri the next transfer window, especially if it, they're going to have to overhaul the squad, potentially give him it. Like, obviously, Abramovich will keep in mind, right, if we've got a transfer embargo, we've got to bring in some of a bigger pulling factor. But they can appeal it and get it down to just the January transfer window next season where they're banned. Give Surrey that transfer window because he can bring in the players he wants. Mm-hmm. Um, Just but, quickly, I was going to say, um, just next question with, um, do you think, look at 
and maybe we haven't seen the best of Man City at times this season. Would this trophy, winning this trophy, would it help them go up another gear, Coxie, do you think? Well, I still, I don't know how I quite got to this conclusion, but I tipped them for the quadruple at the start of the season. You're an absolute I maniac. Thought, yeah, I still do. <laughs> I mean, they're still in all four. You never know. I think... It's definitely possible. Obviously, it's a confidence boost if you win a trophy, but I think it would affect... For them, it would just be another trophy. I think it would affect Sarri a lot more. If he got a result, especially... I can't see it happening, but if he got a result playing the way he wants to oh. and wins his first trophy... Shh. Because, yeah, because <laughs> this would be his first trophy. I don't think he's going to win it, but if he does, and even if it isn't the way he wants to play, it's going to... I think if Chelsea won it, they'd comfortably get top four because I think they'll just have that much higher like confidence yeah do you think that do you see it the same way for Man City maybe a confidence boost on one that they can then run till the end of the league with we've seen them go on massive runs off of losses maybe we haven't seen them react off of success I think, do you know what I mean I think there's a different element to this one because if they win they're retaining the league up and potentially that puts them in good stead for the Premier League we've shown we can retain a trophy maybe we can go retain the Premier League obviously completely different kettle of fish playing 38 games in the league season than in the league cup but it's the whole thing about retaining a trophy is there. So if they know they can do it, then they'll be more confident for the Premier League. Nice. Well, I'm going to ask you your predictions. I feel like it's almost nailed on as a Man City win, unless either of you want to surprise me. But Alex? 3-0 City. Nice. Ooh. Coxie? I mean, I was going to say something similar. I'm going to say 3-1. I reckon... Alex's Higuain may get something. Mm. Mm. Can you see the co- the cogs whirring? I think mm. Chelsea are in a very similar situation to what Arsenal were in last season. Yeah. And mm-hmm. Arsenal got battered. 4-0. Four 4-0. Nil. Four nil. Chelsea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Chelsea. Yeah, good one. Uh, no, Man City, obviously. Yes. Right. Now, you know what it's time for. Manchester United-Liverpool. Oh. This weekend. Oh. Big Woo! game. Big, I'm excited. Big game. Owen, look at your face. You I'm see? actually, oh, you know when you're like a bundle of excitement and nerves at the same time? That is yeah. very much me right now. Me before I go to the Diva every weekend. <laughs> but, oh, what game? What, is, what an afternoon on Sunday. You've got Liverpool Man City at two. Liverpool and, Man um, City? What am I about? Liverpool Man United at two. Man City Chelsea at 4.30, 4.15. And I'm working for all of it. Oh. <laughs> Do you know what I'm going to be, Alex? In the Spectre. I mean, I can hey. come watch the last 15 minutes. Hopefully it goes to extra time because I can watch a bit more. But yeah. Oh. I, see you after. <laughs> I do think United-Liverpool totally depends on Martial's fitness. Not even Lingard. Just I don't Martial. Think, I don't think Lingard makes that much of a difference under this new style because they've got the front three set of Rashford and Martial. And I think if Martial's back, they'll win. If Martial isn't back, they won't have enough and Liverpool will win. Right there. I think Lingard was one of the very few players who looked good under Mourinho. Yeah. So the one that I say whenever I say this is the only player that improved under Mourinho. Yeah. So Solskjaer coming in and then the likes of Pogba and Rashford um, finding their form sort of evens it out almost. It means that if you've not got the likes of Lingard, it's fine because we've got players now who are the standard. Herrera as well has been excellent. Herrera's been. When I've spoke to um, my friends that support Man United, they've said that Herrera has been better than Pogba. 
since Solskjaer came really? in. Really? Which is a shout when you think of how good Pogba's played and how Pogba's much attention been he's got. Goal scoring, but he's, exactly. got a, he's got a lot of penalties. But my friends will say, yeah, he's he's got the goals, but they've been penalties. Yeah. He's got the assists, but the groundwork is laid by Herrera. I mean, not it's not criticism of Pogba. Both have been fantastic. Oh, yeah, definitely. 100%. Yeah, I don't. I, I still think I'd say Pogba's been better because I think Pogba's defensive work has also improved. I know it's very obvious to look at his goals and assists, but he has been much better defensively. He's been much more willing. And obviously, Herrera is absolutely brilliant. And obviously, Pogba will steal the headlines with that end product. 14 goals and 10 assists this season. This is the first time since he joined Man United that Pogba's been justifying his £9 price million pound price tag. Easily, yeah. Which... Only time since so far. But yeah. he's doing it now, so... That deal was always a long-term thing. <laughs> they were always. I knew set. this was gonna happen. <laughs> there was that video, of Jamie Carragher, and he's like, um, "I was about to do a scouse accent. Absolutely not." Um, he said, "If Mourinho goes, they still won't see anything out of Pogba." Sorry, Jamie. I'm cool. trying to. Th- <laughs> Mourinho goals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're getting there. I can't do the whole Almost. thing. This I really can't. Is it, this is the bit that's going on iTunes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, Liverpool have three wins out of the last 11 league games against United and only once has that been at Old Trafford. Now, not been a happy hunting, hunting ground for Liverpool there, but do you maybe see that changing? Yeah, because I think this is, in those last 11 games, this is the best Liverpool team that's gone to Old Trafford. Oh, 100%. Or, in my opinion. I'm talking hmm. ahead of the Stevie G era. I'm thinking. Collectively. <laughs> No, yeah, it is. It is best team. Yeah, I was trying to think that because that have gone to Old Trafford, in my opinion. Yeah, because I was trying to think is my is the thirteen fourteen team with Suarez, Gerard, Sturridge, Sterling. That was really good, but it's not as good as this it's team. Trumps it. This but, is a much better defense. Yeah. Um, do you maybe see that times have changed? Liverpool a bit more dominant now than Man Manchester United, or or is that not really going to factor in maybe to to Old Trafford, which is obviously almost like a, it's almost like a separate entity, isn't it, when it comes to football and you. You always think of it with Sir Alex and how many games have been won at Old Trafford by May United. It's one of the hardest places to go, isn't it, Coxie? I think it's going to be really interesting because if the crowd get on United's side, if they're making noise, I think Liverpool, I think Liverpool will cave in. The thing is, when you go there, it's like you've got to almost play the team on the pitch and the stadium and the occasion. Yep. That's what a lot of teams get sucked into and it's maybe mm. very important Liverpool don't play the occasion that they play the game. I'm really interested to see how... Maybe not both teams. I think Liverpool will come out pretty similarly to how they've been all season. They've not been pressing as high, but I'm really interested to see because Solskjaer's going to know if you press and press and press, Liverpool will win it high up the pitch and score and will probably run away with it. The thing is, though, what I'd like to point out is this is probably, um, if we think maybe the last four or five years, this is such a different team for Liverpool to take on. Do you know what I mean? Like under Van Hal, under Mourinho, you knew what you were going to get with Liverpool turn up to Old Trafford, and it was a tough game where they sit deep and they try and hit you on the break. Could Solskjaer maybe upset the apple cart a bit and, and go out there and maybe try and get a Liverpool and you know catch them off guard? Because do a Liverpool, yes, uh, you, they, they wouldn't be used to it, would they? Well, yes, definitely. I think Liverpool's poor track record at Old Trafford will, will play a factor, in my opinion. The fact that United are in the scintillating form they are in. Uh, but what I think benefits them is the fact they got beat. Was it at home to PSG? Yeah, two mm. 0 Yeah, and Liverpool beat them in the Champions League group stage. Yeah, so there's that was at Anfield. We um, I think we lost at Park the Prince because because obviously, as I say, that record is a different. These are different Liverpool sides. Like they, United haven't faced the Liverpool side, but then Liverpool haven't faced the United side. So it's honestly 
one of the most unpredictable games between these two. Yeah. Been oh. in recent memory. And I like that. You, <laughs> you, you, Titles you, podcast episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't know how to call it. You genuinely don't. And it's, it is it is really difficult to say. Um, we'll just have to watch and find out. <sighs> I like I th- that. I think it literally, going on from what Alex has said, it, one team could batter the other or it could be what's most likely just close the whole way. They're, well, say you say no, there will say be no goals. No. <laughs> no, but we all goals. thought there'd be goals. We always say there's going to be goals it. and sometimes there isn't. You know, it'd have been so much more solid defensively though and Liverpool's defence has weakened recently mm. so i feel like that liverpool Bayern. i don't know i don't know if it's i don't know if it's weakened i don't know if i agree with that because yeah, but they had that long streak of the season at the start where they only conceded like six or seven goals in the premier league and that's a lot more but if we factor in obviously it was the one premier league loss to man city acceptable then you've got the goal against leicester is a free kick and the goal against west ham was a free kick wasn't it these are dead ball situations i know that's i don't think that's anything to do with them weakening i think it's maybe either I think Leicester was lapse in concentration, in my opinion. But and then, like I was ranting on at the pub, high line. That's tactical injuries as well, and the injuries. Yeah, but I I don't think we've weakened defensively at all. It's... I think we're just as strong as we've been. And Fabinho's come into that defence and looked brilliant. The record before was freakishly good, so I think now it's more standard top of the table stuff. Exactly. Yeah. But Everyone it's still deterred for that reason. Yeah, it's it has. It it has sort of got more shaky. All over the pitch, it has been. It's not just been the defence. Yeah, no, true. Mm. True. When is Joe Gomez back? Joe Gomez, I think, is going to be out for a bit longer because he had to have an operation Mm. on his um, his knee. Big Um, loss. Big miss. Big. What what do you, question to you, how do you think Klopp will line up? I think um, it'll be very similar to Bayern. The only difference I can see, and now it's been referred to um, (laughs) in Liverpool Twitter as the Brexit midfield. (laughs) <laughs> you yes. can tell me who's in that midfield. What? Um, Come on, crunchy tackles. Well, Brexit, but I thought Wijnaldum played against. Yep. No, no, it wasn't the Milner. Bayern one. Milner. Oh, right. Hendo. Milner, Hendo, and... Fabinho. Yes, well yeah. done, Alex. Because it's literally just crunching tackles all the time. You need Wijnaldum, I think. I th- mm. You do. The thing is, right, and this is kind of causing up a bit of debate in, in Liverpool Twitter as well, is the, is the conception like that Genie Wijnaldum is like been our like most incredible player played nine out of tens every game he doesn't he does go missing in certain games and you, you struggle to see the impact he has and that was very much the case against Bayern he was the weakest of our three midfielders by a long mile Henderson was the best and Cato did all right as well but Wijnaldum didn't provide anything I think that's because Genie Wijnaldum although he's a very good central midfielder um, he is not one of Liverpool if Liverpool have a fully fit squad let's say He's not one of their first teamers. So, so I, th- I think he is on form. I think that when he's yeah. playing very well, he's, he gets in that team every but time. But imagine the clean ops. slate. I'm, yeah, true. Exa- exactly. Imagine clean slate, start of the season, right? Who's your first 11? You don't put Wijnaldum in there, in my opinion. So if you take someone who's off the bench, stick him in the first team, when he puts in a decent performance, it gets over-exaggerated. You yeah. sound like an incredible The, th- the thing is, though, I don't know if I agree, but I'm a big Wijnaldum fan, so I might be yeah. Wijnaldum. As, as having watched him a lot this season, I he's... I think he's been probably one of our best players. But he does have that ability to just go in, in big games sometimes. And that's, that's people, why people sometimes that. it's a risk to play him in, in games like Man United. Exactly. It's brilliantly against maybe lower lower league, um, lower league lower down the, li- the table teams. But there are some times where he will go missing. And, you, need, and you need to scare United. Sorry, Coach, I'll let you go. No, you, get, well, <laughs> no you, go, you go, you go. No, I was kind of going to go off that. They need a balance. I think both teams 
will put out a balanced midfield, whether that's Matic, Herrera, or Pogba. That'll be theirs, 100%. Which, probably. You need Fabinho in there. Yeah, bright he's been city. brilliant. I think <laughs> you need Vijnaldum's energy. Um, he's... Cause He's a box to box, isn't he? And the tenacity of him—he he does put a shift in, but then sometimes he's just not <laughs> effective. You've got to rattle United, in my opinion. Tough tackling. Mm. I'm with shock you. Shock them. That's what. Who would you like that third midfield spot? Do you go with Milner? Milner's energy. Do you go with Henderson's? Whatever Henderson has. Oh, come on! It's still, don't disrespect still, Henderson. The only like time that. I've ever seen him play well was the group games and knockout stages in the World Cup by like Croatia. Liverpool Bayern, yeah. <laughs> like Liverpool Bayern the other day. I was watching it. I was just oh, yeah. singing yeah. Bristol City songs. <laughs> yeah, he had a good game to be fair. He was the best player on the pitch. I think he's been alright this season. Anderson. I think he has. So a lot of people criticise him for just like sideways passing but he's been so much more improved this year than he yeah. was last season. The so, midfield you go with is Fabinho, Henderson and Milner. I'm, w- I'm with Alex. I think yeah. that's, that's no, your, no your nabby. You have to. No nabby. No. In my opinion. But um, what I wanted to go on was maybe the injuries, and like you said, Martial would be the big miss. And Lingard would be as well, and they were both obviously injured. They are actually back in training. How does uh, Solskjaer tackle this then? Does does he bring in Mata and Sanchez? Does he bring in Lukaku? What would you do if you were him? Um, Lukaku and Mata. Um, I don't think Mata's been too bad. I think he's he's a worthy second choice for Lingard. He loves the game against Liverpool as well. Loves the game against Liverpool. Juanfield. Knows exactly knows how to play against Liverpool, and that that will show. And I think Solskjaer will have that knowledge to put him in there. Mm-hmm. Um, Lukaku's got a lot to prove, but with the home crowd on his side, he might be able to do it in a big game. Do you think Matter would start on the wing then? And I'm doing wing with inverted <laughs> commas. It's an audio feature. It depends what formation they go with. They'll play. They'll play a four. They've played um like a four three three slash four three three one. Lukaku's been wide recently, hasn't he? Which is weird to see. Yeah. Mm. Um. I feel like you've got to in that case. I think. I'm not sure whether I think what would work well is having Rashford and Lukaku up top together. Have yeah. Matter and Pogba floating in behind. Whether that is wide. The issue with that is you don't get the width. You don't stretch Liverpool as much. But is, yeah, the three at the front is is what's helped United in recent weeks under Solskjaer. So you've got to consider that. That's probably what he would stick with. There's no point mm. twisting when you've got 21. Oh, do you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's true though, isn't it? It's, I love yeah. that. They're, they're winning games left, right, and centre at the moment. There's no, there's no point, you know, fixing what ain't broken. Yeah. 21. Well, um, another one I wanted to bring in was obviously the title race and, and Liverpool. Is this the definitive game? I know we say that almost every week, but. There does seem to be a feeling around it, and you think if maybe Man United get a win against Liverpool, Spurs will be breathing down the necks as well, and it does ramp up the pressure. Obviously, Man City not playing this weekend. It's a big opportunity for Liverpool to make a statement, and you think a big win at Old Trafford. Do you then fancy them to go all the way? I have this conversation every week. It's Yeah, it's Can it's you blame so me? Tough. It's so no, tough. no, no. It's so <laughs> tough. The Premier League this year has been quite remarkable. Well, if I give you an ultimatum, Liverpool drop points. So Manchester United obviously get their win. Spurs then beat Burnley. They're two points behind. <laughs> they are two points. Spurs would be two points behind. Liverpool. I've come to the Go conclusion on. that we literally just can't call it. Do you not? I don't think Spurs will. I think I think they'll challenge, but they'll only be mean for putting the pressure on again. Yeah, let's go on the outside. <laughs> I think Spurs are going to win the league. <sighs> no, no, I don't. I don't. I think, I'd, and you'll hate me for this, but the last few weeks I've been seeing more of them. Do you think it's City's season again? Yeah, I do. And I've, I've been saying Liverpool all year. 
I think I yes. still I still have faith. <laughs> I'm still believing that. It, took me, league, it like, took me a while to get on board. That opinion changes if you beat United. But if you drop points yeah. to them, I think a draw would be a good result, especially in the form I'd take in. a draw. And but, at Old Trafford. Exactly. But you beat them, then that changes and it's still going. But for me, it's C. Liverpool, of course, were the last team to beat Man United um, in the Premier League. Yes. So. Mm-hmm. yes. The issue with... I've tipped City. I still do tip City slightly. But we've seen the performances against Palace, against Leicester, against Newcastle. They can have an off day. And even against Newcastle with Fernandinho. Like, yeah. that's that was something that before the Newcastle game was literally unheard of. An off day with Fernandinho in the seat with the team. So... As much as I think City will win it, I can't see Liverpool, other than the United result, losing to any other team. I think the only way you'll lose it is by not winning enough and drawing like you have against West Ham and Leicester. But I think City do have it in them to have that off day. Well, let's wrap up this segment quickly. Um, I want a player to watch in this game from both of you. Rashford. And why? Because he's formed in recent weeks, you know, it speaks for itself. Um, but this is a really tough test for him. He scored uh, twice the last time Liverpool went to um, Old Trafford, of course. Exactly, and as a youth boy from Man United, this game will mean a lot to him, and he'll know, you know, he'll he'll understand the fans' passion behind it. Um, and if he can keep up his form, then he's shown that he's going to be at least next season one of the top strikers in the Premier League. Coxie, I've gone a bit out of the box. Whoever plays next to Victor Lindelof. Whether Ooh. that's Smalling, whether that's Jones. If they have a good day... Is Bailly in, injured? Oh, God knows. He sometimes play. is, yeah. sometimes isn't. Victor Lindelof is in the form of his life. He'll play well, I think. Yeah. Whoever's next to him, if they have a good game and United's defence is sound enough, they can win easily. But if they have an off day, whether it's Smalling, whether it's Jones, whether it's Bailly. So I think whoever that is, is going to be crucial to the outcome of this game. Mine's Sadio Mane. I think um, against Bayern, he was so involved, so active in the play. Yeah. Obviously, got unlucky maybe to miss a couple chances, but I don't do ifs. Loves or a buts. buts. I do absolutes. I do absolutes. <laughs> he loves a bicycle kick, doesn't he? He does. <laughs> but um, yeah, having seen that performance, seen how lively he was, hungry he was for a goal. I think he could bring it to this game and maybe mm. get that end product, and that's why I fancy. So predictions, just overall results. Um, I'm going two one Liverpool. One one. Thrill. What? Boy. Thrill. Thrill. It's going to be a classic. That's, that's sport Dylan would call outlandish. <laughs> <laughs> have to yep. say, for a tone football show prediction, that might be the craziest one we've had in a yeah. while. When it happens, you all owe me a pint. Yeah. No. Okay, well, can we agree on this, Alex? We'll, we'll pitch in both. Yeah, both we'll fast. go We'll go house on the pipe for Coxie. Yeah, and if all the listeners want to buy him a pint as well, we'd yep. really appreciate hopefully, it. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully I win.